Hey everybody, this is Lawrence McClure with another quick word for you. I call this quick word very simply because it is a quick word or message from the Lord for you that serves a twofold purpose. To help you to engage in a more bold, passionate, authentic walk with God through Jesus Christ and to help you to access the full potential of the gifts and dreams that God has placed inside of you. And all of this will come from insights and instruction from the Word of God. All right, let's do it. So I'm going to be covering the topic of speaking the truth in love. Let's go right into the Bible, Ephesians chapter 4, and I'm going to go start at verse 15. Now, in context, this is talking about how God distributes different giftings and offices for the sake of the church, uh, for serving the church and helping it to grow into maturity. But verse 15 really stuck out to me here and just meditating on it. It says, instead, uh, speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow into him who is the head that is Christ. And that came out of the NIV version of the Bible. Uh, Speaking the truth in love so that we could grow into the head that is Jesus Christ. The body of Christ cannot grow into maturity until we master the art of speaking the truth in love. Quite often, we shy away from speaking the truth or if we do quote unquote speak the truth, it's not in love. And I would, you know, I would suggest that if we're not speaking the truth in love, then we're not speaking the truth. And that's, that's a pretty big word, but think about it. Maturity. So the body of Christ can't grow into maturity until we master the art of speaking the truth in love. Maturity doesn't come with time. It comes with each act and measure of obedience. Obedience implies that you value a person enough and the instruction that they share with you. Sometimes speaking the truth in love looks like not saying a word. There's a time to speak and there's a time to listen. And then we, in this walk with with God and with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, We have to learn to discern the difference between the time to speak and the time to listen. You know, Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse seven says there's a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak. And so we have to learn to discern the difference. And this comes through relationship with the Holy Spirit. Why is this? Well, sometimes, well, you know, why why does speaking the truth in love sometimes look like not saying a word? Well, sometimes more often than not, people take a while before their hearts are ready to receive correction. They also want to feel that your relationship with them is a safe place where they have a space to grow at their pace without feeling judgment from you. I personally, I pray for wisdom in my responses, wisdom in my responses to people. You know, it's that, you know, even though I'm thinking that I'm speaking the truth in love, it's not ready to be received. The soil isn't ready for, for the seed that I'm going to be sowing into it. And so you have to be mindful. And this comes through through maturity and this comes through discernment and wisdom through the Holy Spirit, you know. I would suggest also that you live your life to the standard by which you preach. Paul tells Timothy over in uh, 
I believe it's, yeah, I believe it's 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 16. He tells him to watch your life and your doctrine closely, preserving them because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Your life is the most effective sermon you could preach. Uh, it can more times do a better job than words. So be mindful of this, you know, that, you know, just discern that time when you should speak in the time where it is the time to just kind of be the example, right, that you're that you're preaching. So but if if there is, you know, we're speaking the truth in love, we're talking about speaking the truth in love. And if there is that time where you have to release correction, let's look at Jesus's model of releasing correction. I, one of one of my favorite ways that he did it was in uh, in the book of Revelation. And, I'll, you know, we're going to do a Revelation study over this podcast uh, here soon. So uh, stay tuned for that. But let's look at one of the churches that he admonishes. Uh, let's see over at Ephesus. Revelation chapter 2, it says, To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, These are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand and walks among the golden lampstands. Verse 2 says, I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. I know that you can't tolerate wicked men, that you've tested those who claim to be apostles, but they're not, and you found them false. You've preserved and endured hardship for my name, and you have not grown weary. Yet, I hold this against you. You've forsaken your first love. Remember the height from which you've fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I'll come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. But you have this in your favor. You hate the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. And verse 7 says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcome, I'll give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in paradise. So Jesus gives a compliment sandwich. In the beginning, he tells the things that they're doing right. Then in the middle, he gives that place of correction, where they're going wrong, and then gives them the correction of what they can do. Don't ever tell someone a problem, reveal a problem to them that they have without providing a solution. There's no point. Don't do that. And so then at the end of it also, he gives a reward that they can partake of if they heed to the words that he shares. So, if we're going to speak the truth in love, we have to release it in the same model that Jesus did, uh, in, the, in the model that leads to love, in the model that leads to truth. Paul, let's look at uh, Romans 8, and you don't have to turn there, I'll turn there. But in Romans 8, he talks about how the carnal mind leads to death, right? And then he goes ahead and speaks the truth in love, and he says, but you, you don't walk according to the carnal mind. So he just goes ahead and speaks the truth over them and says, you're not controlled by the sinful nature, but you're controlled by the spirit of God that lives in you. So he doesn't leave it open. Instead, he just declares over the person that he's talking to, hey, you don't live according to that carnal nature, but you live according to the spirit of God. And then over in Hebrews chapter 10, it's, it says, hey, let us not be like those who shrink back, right? Uh, let us not be like those who shrink back. And are falling away. Uh, 
It says, but we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but those who believe and are saved, right? And so it tells you, it reminds you, we can't be like those who shrink back. And it declares, but we're not like those who shrink back. But we are those who persevere and are saved. So these are the ways to speak the truth in love. You speak what's happening. This isn't, you, 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 you first look with the eyes of God that says, hey, these are the things that I find pleasing with you. These are the things that are going right. But these are the things that are going wrong. And then declare the truth over them. You are not like that. You're better. You're great. I think you're doing a great job and this is the reward that we could go after and I'm willing to walk with you and help with you. And remember, Jesus is truth. He says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So the best way to share truth is to share God's heart with a person from the word of God. Remember, Jesus Christ is the word of God. But be sure that you're sharing from a safe place and that you are the first example of what you're sharing with them all right thank you so much for your time remember it's possible to download these messages so let me know if you need help with that please be sure to share this with anyone you feel who needs to hear this god's not building a ministry he's building a family and we are saying yes to jesus in our co-mission to build disciples so send me a message if you need prayer if you need testimony or if you if you have a testimony of how god is healing you or how he's working in your life Otherwise, I'll catch you next time. God's going to do it.